Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Hi, and welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. I'm Lisa Berry here with Dr. Frank Anderson. And whether this is your first episode of the Exploring Awareness Podcast or you become a regular, we are grateful and glad that you're choosing to listen to our conversations. I am so glad to be here with you, Lisa, and with all of our listeners as we continue to explore awareness, which is actually something that exists in all of us. And so in this episode, we're going to explore another aspect of what it means to be really deeply aware. And we've been talking in so many previous episodes about this unlimited concept of awareness. And I just find it fascinating that we can keep talking about it. So I'm super excited to spend this time with you to explore awareness. I like how you put that, the unlimited concept of awareness, because we got to this place because you see and hear the word awareness. You hear a lot of people leading meditations or talking about a so-called spiritual life or awakening, and they just mention awareness in passing. And then we take it and explore it and find out that it has so many different elements and meanings to it. And I and it's it's a, an enriching experience for me, and hopefully it is for you who are listening as well. We've had over 50 episodes and we wanted to think, what can we talk about now? And I wanted to talk about the awareness of acceptance, because I think you hear the term acceptance and I think you hear it a lot in the world of psychology, just have acceptance. But I'm thinking, what does acceptance really mean? Can you start and tell us what you think it means to you? Yeah. You know, when I was just mentioned that awareness is kind of this unlimited space, I want us all to just take a minute and entertain that possibility. The possibility that lots of of things are possible in an unlimited space. When we open to that kind of thing, acceptance takes on a different meaning than just say, well, just accept it. It's like, what happened? Accept it. And to me, when people say that, that just gets... um, makes me defensive. <laughs> ah, yeah. I was like, don't tell me to be just accept it. This has been a really painful thing, or this has been very hard, or I'm still processed. People will say acceptance, like you said, is a psychological thing, more of as a mind thing, as a as a way to think. I like to experience acceptance as an openness, as a spaciousness, as a freedom that comes from this exploring awareness. I know we need to unpack that, but we have talked about top down and bottom up. So let's explore acceptance from those perspectives. And you said something that I was just exploring myself this morning. I spent a lot of time on my own listening and reading and trying to better myself and defensiveness came up and You just mentioned defensiveness, and it's not something that I've really been in my consciousness lately. And I kind of feel like defensiveness is the opposite of acceptance, would you say? Mm -hmm. Yes. We have said before, 
something that I've learned. What you resist persists. Right. <laughs> Isn't that the same as being defensive? Like, well, it is. It resistance, is. defensiveness. You can't process it. You can't, it can't uh, move. Um, what goes with that is the only way out is through. There is a sense of the way you move through this issue is is to move through it, not to resist it. So to me, being defensive and resisting things is easy. Is that like it comes, is, is it me? Does it come naturally to everybody? Is that part of, of who we are and how we're programmed in life? That it's so easy to be defensive and, and someone tells you you're going to do this and your instant reaction is, oh, no, I'm not, you know? Yeah. And, and that's natural versus somebody says, well, suggests you do something and you say, well, I'm going to accept that and I'm going to be open to that and I'm going to consider the possibilities. That seems like it takes more effort than just saying, uh-uh, you know, no, I'm, I'm going to resist what you are suggesting. At first, it takes effort. Absolutely. The first thing, it's instinctual. It's it's habits that you may resist or be defensive, especially if someone is bringing up a behavior trait <laughs> or asking you to consider something that you don't want to consider. Bingo, yes. Something that requires you to explore your own sets of behaviors and, and habits and energies. And we know already that that's hard to do. And there's a lot of resistance to that. Our minds, our habits, our histories, how our parents raise us, how we are at work, Learning from past past relationships, past experiences, these are all normal ways to react. Ah, we, yes. we differentiate reaction from response. Right. So you can go around with this uh, kind of robotic protocol-driven reaction. That's not exploring awareness. That's just being reactive. What we're inviting you to do in exploring awareness is to stop doing that and to know that you are doing that, to become aware of your habitual energy, become aware of your reactions. When you do that, not because you think it, but you experience it, spaciousness, openness comes up, which also can be called acceptance. Now, it doesn't mean you roll over. It doesn't mean you accept everything. But what's happening in the present moment, you accept, and then you respond appropriately in a way that's consistent with your inner values. Just hearing you say this, is already bringing me ease. It's like we just we debate whether do we talk about that already or should we talk about that again? And for me, it's like how do I forget week after week after week? We talk about these things and these comp concepts and the importance of awareness and how much freedom there is in awareness. And yet I get caught up in my everyday life and I forget. So your words already are bringing me ease and, and reminding me to respond and not react. And maybe that's the fine line in acceptance. Acceptance instead of resisting or being defensive is responding versus reacting. Exactly, Lisa. And 
we do this over and over and over again in the episodes, in our meditation. It's a, a metaphor for this whole process, and it is a process. We're so used to saying, you learn this one time, you should know it. Don't make me repeat it. Right. Or, geez, I should have learned that the first time around. Yes. Yep. That's not how we're functioning with this mm. material. We Let's drop judgment. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. drop all that. This is the space for us to keep processing. Repeat over and over. It's okay. It, it doesn't matter to me how many times we have to repeat it. From my own personal meditation experience, how often had I have to go back to my breath after being lost in a daydream? Mm-hmm. How much do I have to go back and see how I reacted during the day and realize, wow, that is really not consistent with how I am feeling deep inside. And so the next day, there's a little more space between something that happens and whether I react or respond or not. So the process is so important here. There's no judgment. And it's about compassion, compassion for for the way our minds work. And so it's so spacious and wonderful and nice. And here's your space to do that. You know, what a gift know. for you to say that, that, that you have patience and compassion. Is that something that you think comes naturally to you? Or is that something you've had to cultivate? No, no. It's, it's a gift. Not that I'm saying it's a gift that just is there. It's mm. part of our innate, all of us. It's, it's just all of us. And, and it comes through the practice. It comes through realizations, right? You can't think this kind of stuff up. It comes from your practice. Now, let's say, I have learned from other people that do this. I had a deep sense that what they were saying was true, yet Mm -hmm. I hadn't experienced it yet. But the more I practice, the more that experiential aspect starts to take over. And you start to say, wow, this is actually, it is actually spacious. It actually is bigger. It feels better. I am happier Life is more open and life is more mine. Life is more authentic. It's not easy too, because you have to give up some of your preconceived ideas. You have to give up your habits. You give up who you think you are. It's like, ah, don't I have to do this? I'm a doctor. Don't I have to act this way? No. Maybe someone else told you that. Maybe you came up with that somehow. Who are you? Who are is your authentic self? And that is so freeing. Not only is it freeing, but then you become to realize your interconnection with all beings. And you start to then realize those qualities. We talk about the love and the peace and the joy and the generosity. And so you move around the world in a different way, accepting, loving, compassionate, and you meet other people like that, and you do good things together, and you enjoy authentic relationships that aren't commodified, aren't based on trying to get something from someone else. It's a different way of moving around in the world. It's a leap of faith, couple of things I wanted to move forward on and acceptance, but there's a couple of things I need to go back to and address that you just said. First of all, you said you have to give up something. And I think people are going, aha, I knew it. 
I have to give, but that's not what you meant. It's not like a, a bad sacrifice. It's a sacrifice of the things that are holding you down. And, and, and can you get a little more specific about that so people know what you're talking about? Oh, right. Giving up. Yeah. Yeah. We have to be careful with that. We talked about this in the letting go episode as well. Yeah. If you are really stuck in certain thoughts and judgments and ideas, and you, you start to realize that they're not useful for you, as they loosen their grip on you, it's, you can feel a little bit lost. It's like you, there can be some security mm. in those habits. Right. And I get it. And I understand, but that's it, it's not the only way to be. So letting those loosen, like a like a untightening, a tight knot, <laughs> the knot's going to disappear. But what's going to be in its place is a is a nice flexible rope, right? So if you're tied up in a knot, the knot's going to go away, and then what? <laughs> so if you only know the knot. You're going to wonder what it's like to be not in a knot. Ah. And then something else, if someone is just new to this uh, podcast, you talked about, quote, the practice. What do you mean by the practice in case someone is new? Oh, great. Thank you for bringing that up. Because we're having a discussion now using words. And when we talk about the practice, we're referring to tools that we can use or kind of actions that allow us to access that open space. Now, practice might, for some people, be meditation. Okay. And I like to use meditation as one of the tools to get us started in experiencing this spaciousness. It's experiencing mindful awareness, right? That's another word for for the spaciousness. So to practice or to, let's say, to experience mindful awareness, to experience acceptedness, there is a practice or a tool called mindful awareness where we become mindful or aware of the breath in a setting, like in your room, in your chair, you set aside 10 minutes to, let's say, practice awareness, practice mindful awareness. You practice at home. So when you get out into the world, you can actually be doing it. So we'll be doing a guided meditation in a few minutes where we first become mindfully aware of our breathing and then mindfully aware of our body and mindfully aware of our thoughts and emotions and then experience that sense of awareness. So when you get the tastes of it at home in your chair, as you move into the world, that awareness is informative for you as opposed to habits. And so practicing awareness first at home in a meditation will allow you then to know what it is. So when you go for your walk in the woods, mm-hmm. you practice there. You do yoga, you practice there. You paint, you sing, you play music. All these things are done 
with that quality of, of mindful awareness, present moment awareness. Which is pretty simple. It's just being aware, no going, not traveling to the past or worrying about the future, but just being here right now, aware of this moment. So simple and so hard. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Okay, so back to acceptance. And, and Frank is a big fan of Adyashanti. I like him too, but I haven't even, you've met him in person, right? At least once? Well, I've been to a couple of his retreats. Okay, right. And that's Adyashanti. And he says, true acceptance itself is an act of love. And I thought, oh, to truly accept is to love. So what the ego can do is to be fully present and remain open to a love is that is always present, but often ignored. So true acceptance, which is what we're talking about in this episode, acceptance, true acceptance is an act of love. And I would feel like that's an act of love for yourself and, and everyone around you, really. It is because if you accept what's happening in the present moment, and not resist it and try to make it different. It, it is an act of love. It's, a, mm. it's an act of loving what is. Now, it, what loving what is may not be the best thing in the world, but, but it is what it is and you can't change it. And so what a, what a sense of love mm. to just accept what's happening in the present moment. Doesn't mean you have to like it, but you accept it. And then you respond appropriately. And you mentioned a rope with a knot. And there have been times where I'm like all knotted up and all my stuff and it's painful and I'm suffering. And then I'm reminded just accept it. And it doesn't mean giving up. It doesn't mean giving in. It just means go with the flow of this moment, right? Because sometimes I think I'm not going to accept it. It's making me mad or it's not what I want. And I'm not, it's not happening the way I want it. Why would I accept that? But there's some peace and just accepting it and, and, you know, maybe work on it later or go back to it, but stop fighting yourself. That's that, right. You take a breath and you're mm-hmm. like, so does acceptance mean you, you, you're just going to live with it or does it, can you accept it and, and make a decision that you're going to keep working on it and try to better whatever it is you're accepting? Well, let, let's, let's pick an example. Um, think of something that uh, would happen that you would require your acceptance. All right. Well, I have an example. Someone suggested to me recently because of my situation in life and said, well, you, you know, you may have to tighten your belt a little bit. And I immediately had a reaction, not a response. And I said, I thought to myself, you tighten your belt. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I don't want to tighten my belt, but I mean, it was input and advice and, something that I needed to think about and perhaps it would help my situation. So I accepted hearing it and I accept the thought of it. It doesn't mean I'm doing it yet, but instead of getting all snarly and mad and reactive to that suggestion, I just accepted it and gave it some space and trying to think about it. All right. So then, you know, that person is giving you advice. And so then you got to go home and look at your budget. And right. see if you need to tighten your belt or not, you know, yeah. maybe you do, maybe you don't. I mean, who knows? And if you do, if you're not, if you need to change your budgets, then you change your budget. You know, if you need to get a new job, you get a new job. Um, it, that's, that's a response instead of a reaction. It's like, right. well, you know, you need to let me check on that. I'm not sure I need to check, tighten my belt or not. Right. 
But I mean, my initial was a reaction and it was a not a pleasant one. And I feel like when you're not accepting, when you're suffering. So if you feel like you're struggling and you're suffering, maybe you should just stop and apply some acceptance to the situation. And it gives help, it gives you ease, you know, it's just helps you breathe a little bit. So you're not just all knotted up like you just, which with your great description, all knotted up and suffering, you can just have some ease. But I mean, I think it's important for me and maybe people listening to know that just because you accept something doesn't mean you're not going to change it. It doesn't mean that you're not going to keep working on it. No. It's just in this moment, accept it. And you don't have to accept the energy behind it. If, if let's say something bad happened to you, right? You no, know, that's that you can't change. You relive it. It could be an evil, evil thing, a post-traumatic mm. thing, or a, an assault, or an abuse. And, and a lot of people live with this, right? And frequently requires another person to help counsel, but. There's a space, and I've experienced this myself, of present moment safety and um, and aware of it happening in the past. You don't have to accept that it that it was okay, but you at some point have to be in the present moment, and that may with work transform whatever happened into a present moment awareness that will allow you to move on from it and many people do and it takes a lot of work the other case is, is someone who dies mm -hmm. and it's like that's a very hard thing to accept but mm -hmm. there's a grace in accepting and a grace in grieving Death is also a response and a present moment feeling of grief. You can't change. So accepting that someone has died, you can't, you're kind of accepting you can't change it, but you can still grieve and be, be very sad about it. So and that energy moves through you if it's, you know, I think, in the initial stages of our reaction to death are resistant. But there is a point where everyone kind of reaches that, finally kind of accepting the truth of the reality and grieving and moving on. That was beautiful. There's a grace in acceptance. There that, that really moved me when you said that. Mm -hmm. And I think what we're talking about is the awareness of acceptance. So to be aware and to accept, there's a grace in that. I, I, yes, yes, exactly. And then I had one more quote from Jack Cornfield, who said, a quality of mature spirituality, mature spirituality is self-acceptance rather than guilt, blame, or shame for the ignorant acts we've committed or the fears that still remain within us. It understands that inner opening requires the warm sun of loving kindness. In deep self-acceptance grows a compassionate understanding we're asked to touch with mercy the parts of ourselves that we have denied, cut off, or isolated. So that's kind of like what you were saying about the grace of it. He's talking about the acceptance of, of yourself and not to feel guilt or blame or shame. Isn't that so hard to do? Yes. Why is it so hard? I ask myself that every day. Why can't you accept yourself? Maybe? Yeah. Or why is it so hard to have self-compassion? It sounds so simple. You mentioned compassion before. Compassion. Compassion is so essential and important. 
why is it so difficult? It should be, you know, you eat, you you drink, you sleep, and you have compassion <laughs> and self-compassion. That should be like part of your daily fundamentals. But there's an ideal that society has set up for us, an ideal mental health, an ideal physical appearance, an ideal youthfulness, all of these things that are external seem important seem like keys for success and all of this. But he was talking about being mature. Right. <laughs> so- <laughs> Spiritually mature. Spiritually mature. Yes. So truly, the spiritual maturity, this again, is not something you think up. But can you love yourself as you are? Because as you are in the present moment is exactly how you are. There's nothing you can do about it. Now, if you want to, trying to change things that's you can respond in a way and be compassionate with yourself but you know mature spirituality is kind of the same as being in the present moment living in the present moment practicing mindful awareness and identifying as awareness not identifying as thoughts and judgments and criticisms and expectations Right, two different things completely. If you're aware of all those things, the part of you that's aware of those things is where your spiritual maturity lies. Mm. And again, it's one of those things that we'll experience with practice and not necessarily through thought. But you just made a sound, which means you know what I'm talking about. Right. You can feel it, but it's hard to say it, right? Right. Right. So the sounds like ah, awareness, ah, ah. peace, ah, acceptance. If I could only do that for more than a second. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, and that's why I was grateful that you said we we can talk about this week after week and episode after episode, and it's a process. And there's no judgment if you forget and, and you need a reminder, or, or there's no judgment if you want to hear this conversation to reinforce what we've already said. Because I know I do, and I I'm in the conversation, and it it I appreciate the reinforcement. Right, and so some and what happens is kind of. Awakening is a word you could use. Realization is another word. Spiritual growth, connection to God. The process that we're using is over time, and there's growth in the direction of, let's say, spiritual maturity. That growth can be fast. That growth can be slow. It doesn't matter. It's good to be on the path. Right. And that's where we are, and that's where our listeners are, are invited to join us on the path, which we also call a big fun, big fun journey. journey. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say that. Yes. Why not? Why not make it a big fun journey? You, you know? know, so many things I thought were so important. I can look back and kind of laugh at myself. But back then, it was like really a big deal. Right, now right. it's like, ah. That wasn't, you know, it was a big deal for me. And it really isn't a big deal. Mm -hmm. I thought it was, but it's like, okay, (laughs) that was me then. And here's me now. So all good. And I'm doing the best I can. We'll keep doing it. 
So let's do the practice where instead of talking, we experience and we take our minds away from like listening and thinking, right? And bring some awareness to your body in your chair. Or if you want to get on a cushion, meditate, you could move to that position now. Um, if you're in a car, pull over in the parking lot and join us for this brief experience. And feel your feet on the ground, wherever they might be. Feel your body in its place. You can put your hands on your lap, perhaps. Hold your back up straight. In a comfortable position, but upright and alert. So already you've situated yourself in a more kind of mindful way to get your body present. So even the energy shifts right into your body and then notice your breathing. This is our first step, our opening to awareness. Our taking something that was unconscious and making it conscious, taking something we were unaware of and becoming aware of it. And so we're picking now this active breathing. to become aware of. And so this whole time, the air has been going in your nose or in your mouth, and into your lungs, the oxygen going into your blood, the carbon dioxide coming out. You know, the oxygen goes in your blood and gets out into your cells and allows metabolism to occur. And then out there in those cells, carbon dioxide is produced and back in the blood and then goes to the lungs and turns into a gas and is released. And so that whole thing is going on and now we are aware of it.
But if you're like most people, the brain starts to work, thoughts come up, distractions, pull us out of that awareness. And then you become aware that you've been pulled out of it. (laughs) You become aware that you've had thoughts. And then you go back to the breath. And many people, when they start, they're like, think they just did something wrong when they got a thought. But tonight, we're talking about acceptance. But in this episode, we're talking about acceptance, right? And so can you accept that your mind wanders and that it's no big deal? It's the simple, easy. It's like, okay. And then then maybe like Ajashante said, maybe just doing that as a love. It's like, wow. What a loving thing. I don't have to judge myself for having a thought. And you know, create this idea that I'm doing this incorrectly. It's a different paradigm here. We're just practicing awareness. Now, if we weren't practicing awareness, we wouldn't be here doing this. We'd just be off somewhere else. So here we are doing it already. So I hope that you just relax into the process of being aware Being distracted, becoming aware you're distracted, being back in awareness. Same with your body. Be aware your feet are on the ground. And your legs bended. And sometimes there's a distraction. There's a pain. The knee or the hips. So become aware of those bodily sensations. You become aware of your your back and your shoulders. And then sometimes they just relax because somehow the awareness says your muscles are tense. You didn't know they were tense. Become aware of it and they return to their normal state. Just from awareness, 
as before they are being held in contraction unconsciously. Do that with your face as well. There's a lot of tension in the face. Just you just pay attention to the muscles of your face. It can completely relax. Who knew your eyes were tense, your teeth were clenched, your forehead was furrowed. So again, we're, we're cultivating the sense of acceptance. of these tense muscles of the thoughts. As we do that, we're kind of healing, we're returning to something deeper, a sense of love for ourselves, a sense of compassion, a sense of peace. It makes me feel joyful. It's something very generous for myself and others. And so this is a practice, something we're doing. And you go back to the breath and scan the body, become aware of the thoughts, accepting what Ever is happening in the present moment. Just letting whatever senses come up. Come up. And just resting then as awareness, as spaciousness, as freedom. Experiencing this now so that maybe later during difficult conversations, difficult situations, you can take a breath and just experience the freedom and the love and the compassion to see what's happening. You know, with intuition, with wisdom, being able to step back and respond instead of react. All of these are possibilities open to you. Instead of defensiveness and criticism and judgment. And with the practice, you'll come to wake up to this identity as awareness and have a realization. What the truth of the matter is. Well, being patient. <laughs> it 
just practice. So we'll close with a couple of breaths. And then open your eyes and stretch. And we'll see if Elise is awake. <laughs> so much freedom in acceptance. It feels, and when you said that about your, the tension in your face, I went, oh, yeah, I guess my face, I didn't realize the tension that was in my face. So thank you for that. And I still think people hear acceptance and they feel like something's coming at them and they don't want it. But there is freedom in acceptance and it doesn't mean it's permanent acceptance. It just means kind of going with the flow maybe right now. Yeah, we'll practice it and see how it goes. Yeah. And send, yeah. us, send us an email. Let us know how it goes. Exploring awareness at gmail.com. We are available <laughs> we are. for internet email questions and answers. That's exploring awareness at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, we're available. I like that. We're accepting of any way of you want to communicate with us. We're open and accepting to that. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, Frank, thank you so much for your wisdom and input in this episode as well. Lisa, it's always great spending some time with you discussing this unending topic. So I would encourage everybody out there to keep practicing, try to meditate every day. And if not, then that's okay too. But we will be back again, continuing to talk about exploring awareness. So have a great week. This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.